Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and joining me this week, as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, dude? Not my name anymore. Oh, God, what are you? It's, it's FN. Uh, you're C-H-R. a TK, man. You ain't no FN. You're TK. I'm an FN. FNCHR1S. <laughs> I joined the 501, man. Yeah, yeah. You look just like it, man. Real they sent, you're, they, they, you're, they ex- you're halfway there with your head. They accepted me with this $5 plastic thing from the Disney store that I got for my nephew's birthday. Nice. <laughs> nice. For those of you not watching the video, Chris has on a Stormtrooper helmet, but it's, yeah, like the classic, like, with the bungee strap in the back that you're oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, and it's it gets close. annoying. So you're close. You're, you're halfway there. I'm halfway. getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I am doing well. I, we have a... Uh, we, we, it cannot be a show... Unless we have problems oh my God. <laughs> before we record. To fill like, everybody it, in, we, we were pretty much trying to get our cameras going. And Chris turns his camera on and it's just dark as dark could be as if he was in like a cave. <laughs> Spends yeah. 25 minutes trying to figure this thing out. Finally gets to where it's looking. Eh, okay. okay. And I said, all right, let's go live. The minute I hit live to go on stream, boom! magically, his camera just goes <laughs> boop, perfectly fine. You can see everything that's going on. Don't know what happened, but... Like the end result Ugh. of all these shows is so awesome, and you guys have no idea. Like the the how well I can't rip my hair out, but uh, how much we want to. Well, Chris, Mark I was trying to think. Say. I think this summer we will have been podcasting. It's either nine or ten years, but you know what? As we're recording this, and and people listening to it tomorrow, tomorrow. So as uh-huh. when you're hearing this <laughs> right now, if you're listening to it on Friday, mm-hmm. five years ago. The first episode of Guardian Radio deployed. Five Are you years, kidding, bro? Five freaking years, man. Five years ago. Can you believe I'm, that? I'm... Yep. No, I can't. I can't wrap my head no, around that's... that right now. I mean, even think about a year ago. We did the big four-year. Me, you, and Derek did the origin episode and two hundred episodes. Four years. Was now that... we're at five already, man. See, I, I I remember doing that show obviously, but I didn't I didn't remember it was for four years. I thought you were like hitting like number. We hit episode 200, and it was yeah. it was like coinciding with the fire. Oh, okay. I held on to it for for that. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy, That's man? crazy. And I was just talking to somebody about uh, about this at my work the other day, and um, he asked me. He's like, oh, so he goes, would you start Garden Radio? Like, I think he said five years ago. And I'm like, no, nah, I think it was like three. <laughs> five, dude. Wow. Yeah. This crazy, is, uh, man. Wow. I wish we had done a better job of um, – from like the finer geek days of logging all this stuff i know from man. like day one yep. i mean i don't think either one of us thought it, we were gonna keep Continue? doing it for this no. long <laughs> nope uh, so we should have just done that anyway just so we could even if we didn't we could just look back on everything and be yeah. like yeah remember when we did this and well i just saw recently things? billy mitchell was back in the news uh, really? Billy Mitchell, for those that don't know, if, if you ever seen King of Kong, he is the guy the, that sells the hot sauce, the Jerko guy, kind of the villain from that chasing the Donkey Kong score. Well, right. supposedly he went back and beat Weeby's score. Oh, well, shit. it's come out that the videotape of him beating Weeby's score was run on a MAME cabinet. And what that means is it's basically like an emulator. Like it's a way to like set up a, an arcade machine, but there's MAME. Billy says no. Billy says he ran it. Twin Galaxies has the tape. The people at Twin Galaxies don't have the tape. But he still says that he says that video because there's a, a new video that has surfaced of his run. He says, "Yes, that is my run." But 
that and yes, that video or that run is run on Mame, but that's not my actual me doing that run. So it's like him saying uh, like somebody went back and spent however long it would take to completely accurately reenact his full championship run on Mame oh. is what he's out there saying right now. Oh so it made God. me think though, man. Like we have the Billy Mitchell interview. Yeah, we have the Walter Day interview. Like, I, I think I should go back and pull some of those interviews, and that would be great to go back to just old video game interviews we did, and like maybe punch them into the enthusiast feed. I think it might you, be kind of neat. We can't go that. on and and still listen to those like through iTunes, right? Are they gone? No, they're not. No, the A Vault is down. <laughs> I have them though. I, I have every single episode. I think I might even have every Game Insider episode too. And I have a few Finer oh. Geeks, so we probably could even launch oh the very God. first episode of Finer Geek. I may. I have don't want to listen to that. I don't know <laughs> if I want to. I mean, if you want to release it, that's fine, but just don't tell me because yeah, I don't. So I don't want right? Yeah, no, that yeah. may be bad. I remember uh, we did that whole show, and then something happened, and we had to redo it because did you not hit record or something? It, it somehow. Uh, it wasn't recording the right microphone. I was, I think, recording like the over-the-air mic. So from day one of us ever trying to record a podcast, we had technical difficulties. And it here we bad. are nine years later continuing <laughs> still, to what still we do. have technical yeah. difficulties. Yeah, That's ah, how pro we are. But what's up, yes. everybody here? Thank you for tuning in to the show. Big show this week. We talked about Black Panther. We're going to be reviewing it this week. So here at the top of the show, I will say spoiler alert. We're talking about everything Black Panther this week at the end of the show when we get to our big topic. Uh, of course, we're still going to do some of the normal stuff in the beginning. And I will say a big spoiler again at that point. Um, we're throwing it all out there. We're uh, keeping it all or throwing it all on the table, keeping nothing back, talking mm -hmm. all about the Black Panther movie. Um, and uh, if you want our impressions, stick around. But Chris, yeah. I'm going to throw it to you first, man. What do you got this week? Uh, well, this week I... I... I, I read how many people like we all, we all say like the uh, the holy grail of comic books is what action comics number one yes um, you're you're not gonna find it you're not gonna hold it <laughs> you know what I mean like it, it's just no. not gonna happen but thanks to the awesome interwebs um, I was able I actually went and found a a like scanned version of it and I read action comics number one how was it which uh, is it wordy? No, it's not like no. like it, like comparing it to what like like uh, X Men number one X Men yeah. number one. Well, any of the first like <laughs> X Men's are very very wordy. Right. Like you, you can read a comic today in ten minutes. X Men number one took me a good twenty five minutes because <laughs> it's very it, it, like you said it's very wordy. The, the, their their thoughts are in actual words, so it's yeah it takes a while. But no, this was it made me. Um, kind of think, I wonder if, if, because we all make fun of like Superman for just having ungodly abilities and yeah, they keep inventing we all abilities we for do. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. like me and you. Um, and after reading that, I just feel like maybe as time went on, they didn't want to get away from that because he's so awesome in the first one. Like there's no time where he's ever in doubt of losing like a battle. It's just not there. there there's no, it's super. not like, 
Yeah, it's not like a, a WWE fight that goes back and forth and the bad guy gets the upper hand at right. any point. And he does the ultimate warrior on the ropes, like shakes exactly. and slowly come back. Like, no. Or, or the, just, the, the, the Hulk Hogan, done. like, arm going down the third time and coming back. Like, no, it's not. It's none of that. It's <laughs> like he's he goes against the bad guys and the bad guys run. And it, But it, there's, like, almost, like, three different storylines in, in the entire book. And one, and it deals with Lois Lane, and she wants nothing to do with him. Um, but it's funny, though, like... There is some wordiness to it. Like there's like some bad guys that he take. like there's one bad guy that he grabs and he like flies up in the sky. And for one, one reason or another, he ends up on the power lines and the and, and the guy's like, you can't stand on the power lines. And Superman's like, well, birds do it <laughs> like. <laughs> So yeah, like I can I can do it then if birds do it and like okay oh, that was a little, got uh, yeah exactly <laughs> like that's a diss back in the twenties, oh. um, but uh, honestly so like reading it and comparing it to things like X Men One, um, the style and the way it's presented was not that much different. Yeah, and think of how many years was it? I mean actually it's comics like thirties. Or is that too far back? I 20s, I think was no, Dang, I think you may be right. I think it was the 30s. Where's our intern in the chat? Slade in the chat. Yeah, Slade knows. Um, but there was a good 30 years between those two, and I and I hate comparing those two or using those two for the comparison, but yeah. it's it's not a bad I mean, you, there's a long period of time between those two, and there's still the way like the dialogue is. X-Men is there's a lot more wordage, like I said. Yep. But um just the way that you read it, it's still very like childish and that's exactly hmm. what this is so yeah i mean you wonder if it was just kind of a testament to the times where like nowadays yeah. we, kids have so and I, I say kids but everybody has so many different forms of media to bring in that like a comic book doesn't need to be so wordy because you can go get your superhero story in a cartoon or you can go get it in a movie hmm. or you can just watch a television show where back then like that was the thing and even back then it even seemed like the investment was I mean, what what did it, what did it cost? Ten cents, twelve, fifteen cents. I mean, maybe even five a hamburger at McDonald's was two cents, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I mean, that was right. like an investment that somebody had to make in that book. So like you were expecting to get it and spend some time with it, right. um, you know. But I could totally see people in that or kids in that time frame totally sucking this up and yeah. like this is the greatest thing ever. You know what I mean? It, it's it's very it, you can just you feel like the newness of it and like you feel that like, yeah, this has never been done before. And I think they kind of had to make Superman as awesome as he was then. You know, they, they're not mm -hmm. going to have like the story where they have a bad guy kind of getting an upper hand at any point. I don't know. I just felt like like in that period of time, that really wasn't a thing. It was the, the good guy always wins back then. Yeah. Um, but it made me it made me think of like as the years went on, they stuck with that theme. <laughs> and I don't read a lot of Superman like now. And, you know, Slade and the and the Gary in the comments can attest to it. He he can be my guy. But is there ever a time in comic books? And this is a question to him, and you can reply in the chat. Is there ever a time in Superman comic books today where he really doesn't have the upper hand other than like Doomsday. Kryptonite? Yeah, Kryptonite, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um which I, I, I found out Kryptonite. Do you, do you remember? Do you know how Kryptonite got like introduced to the Superman world? Not in the books, no. I don't think it was in the books. <clears throat> I think it was in like television show. Oh, and, and they brought it in. And the reason why they did is because the actor who played Superman needed a vacation. So they introduced <laughs> Kryptonite 
So he had a week off. That's awesome. I mean, that's just what it's I heard. It's urban myth. I mean, but... Yeah, whether it's true or not, we can Google it. But that's uh, awesome. That's pretty cool, though. I think that is kind of cool. Yep. But. I think now, you know, Superman, you know, from what I read, the the few trades that I, I read here recently when I was trying to get into DC, um, it seems like it's more the relationships that he has and like that's where he gets defeated. You know what I mean? It's not like the the villains because it's more like the, the interpersonal relationships he has with people or even it seems like the movie's been kind of um, trying to hint at it a little bit of like what do you do when you have somebody like that who isn't a human he's this alien literally on your planet and ha- he's a god like how yeah. do people react to that you know and right. so that's kind of i think been the the um conflict in those books and i don't even know when that was introduced i mean early on clearly it wasn't i mean they, they it's not like they were like hey this guy's great kids look up to him and then now everybody hates him like i, I don't that probably didn't come in until i yeah. would guess probably maybe a little bit in the 70s if not late 80s early 90s I'm just a fresh in the book up, you know? Right, um, right. But, yeah. but it was I cool. Like that, it was cool I like to go back and read it. I like that side of Superman. Like, I will say that. I think that is cool. Kind of the moral, ethical, just uh, conflict of you have this guy who has all the power in the world. Who does he save? I mean, imagine being Superman. I mean, mm. as much as we don't like him that much, like imagine literally sitting there and hearing everything happening. So many people around the world crying out for help or being mm. murdered, being killed. <laughs> Who do you save? How do you decide that? I mean, that's got to just be a terrible life, right? I mean, it's, it's a terrible. burden more than a than a, a superhero. Exactly. Like I wouldn't want that. Yeah. So I think that's what's cool when you have the books and storylines kind of following that path. I think it's pretty neat. And I think um, <clears throat> fast forwarding to today, and he hasn't been in uh, Doomsday since the last page of number one. I do have some curiosity to see where that goes between him and Doctor Manhattan because Doctor Manhattan. It's pretty much his equal. Yeah. So that gives me some interest when there's well, somebody on par that could they can go toe to toe. You wait, uh, man. They're going to say we're going to have to wait every six months probably soon. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, man. I forgot about that. And I was thinking the other day, I'm like, how come there's no I don't, I don't have a doomsday yet? I'm like, oh, yeah, they went to two months. And mm-hmm. Every two months. I got man. sad. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of comics oh, yeah. to talk about or a lot, a lot of comic book conversation happening this week. But I want to bring it to some video games, man. Okay. Because I started playing an older game actually this week, <clears throat> and this was I was actually playing it on the PS4, but uh, I bought it years ago on the P or PC when it came out, Diablo three. Uh, right at launch, I was there when people couldn't play it for a week, and everybody was <laughs> outraged. And there was an auction house. And then of course they released Reaper of Souls. Game became just incredibly awesome overnight. Uh, completely replayable. You're going out there just getting all the loot and all that good stuff. Well, I had forgotten that they did release another expansion. Uh, within like the last six months and it really i mean they call it an expansion it's rise of the necromancer but it's really just the character you're getting the necromancer it's a new class you're paying 15 bucks to have access to him um i had rented it on the ps4 once before like on Redbox. me and my son were um my son wanted to play it so we rented it so because you can play couch co-op which is awesome with the controllers uh, but i never mm-hmm. bought it and i still, I have some friends recently that i saw playing it. and i said you know what maybe i'll dive in and get it on the console it'll freshen it up playing this new class well, dude, like Diablo already. I mean, do you remember? Did you play Diablo when we? No. For some reason, I thought you played part of that when we were playing it on PC. No, I didn't. It's no. dark. Like it's a dark game where it's just like demons and skeletons and there's blood and guts. Dude, the necromancer just cranks it up to the next level. Because really? When you what do you think of when you think of necromancer? It's a guy raising the dead. 
I was thinking that. Like I've heard that term before, and I can't think of where. It's like I've a class it. in RPGs, or and it's okay. it's you're like a wizard, but your ability is to raise the dead. So okay, or I'm like level twenty three right now, and I've only played for a handful of hours. But basically, when I spawn in, I spawn in as a necromancer with a sword in my hand that I never use, and I'm holding this like heart in my hand. Seven skeletons spawn around me, and I go mm-hmm. out into the plains, right? And so you go out there, and like a mob of like 10 or 15 enemies will come at me. I point my skeletons at them. They start going over. I rezzed three other skeletal mages that are shooting now. So that I basically have like 10 skeletons raised. They're shooting. Every single enemy that they kill leaves a corpse on the ground that I can then go. you take over. No, I go boop and it blows up. Now, when I say it blows up, I'm talking like, intestines flying blood nice. flies and every time i do that i can yeah. blow i think it's like five or seven on the ground at once so there's like a mob of 30 enemies and they just you know they'll kill like two or three guys and then i just start exploding 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 so it's just a <laughs> massive explosion of like blood and guts all over the screen and it is the worst thing but it is the greatest thing like at the oh, same I time can... you were just ridiculously overpowered i've gotten to a point few times where it's gotten like you know which is that's what's cool about diablo you crank up the difficulty and it it begins to get tough and there's just tons of enemies but i always played like the melee classes in the game so to finally play a class where you're like casting i mean dude i literally just stand back and i'm i'm just controlling these skeletons and it is so much fun to play um you know i know diablo 3 it's an older game now i think i looked uh, before we went on the air here it came out in 2012 um, but it's still, I mean, Blizzard, just like all their other games, I think even they put a patch out recently for Diablo 2, which came out like 15 years ago or whatever it is. Like, they're going to continue to support it wow. on the console. <clears throat> it's super fun. And you know what kind of spurred it on the console was because Marvel Heroes shut down. Like, that was my isometric, you know, RPG because it literally it was made by the guy who created Diablo, the original right. Diablo, created Marvel Heroes. So it's that same gameplay. And I was like, you know what? I need something like that on my console because it's such just to sit back, relax, veg. Because you, you, right now it's to the point where I just you're just running around blowing stuff up. So what is this? I'm, I'm just like I did a Google image search just to see what the guy looks like, and uh, he kind of almost looks like a crazy priest. Almost. I mean, he's not like he just looks like a regular guy, kind of like in a tomb. Yeah. And I think I have a hood now, and I have wings. <laughs> Because if you buy that, rise the next. He looks like David Bowie in uh, Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's not what I was envisioning. I just got a new ability, too, where I can take the bones of everybody and put them on his armor. That's just an ability. So, like, instantly I'm walking around just covered in enemies' bones. Oh, man. Wow. (laughs) That's freaking cool, man. But it's cool, man. For a console game, it actually plays very well on the console. I remember when it launched on the consoles, people saying how good it was. And, you know, I think still the PC is, you know, the the big home for it. It But if you just want something fun to have fun, it's great. And it's four-player couch co-op. So anybody you have some friends coming over, throw a controller out. They can go in there, too, and just blow some stuff up. I I mean, is is he just basically unbeatable? I mean, no, I know. I mean, that's the thing. I, and now it's to the point where because you when you start out, you can play in normal. If you put it up to hard, you get more XP and like 75 percent uh, gold. Now I have the ability to play an expert, which I cranked it up to that. So now there's more enemies. They're dropping like AOE, you know, uh, poison fields or there's these things they drop. They have these lasers that are going. So you constantly got to be moving around, which on the console, too, if you flick the right analog stick, you can roll. And there's no roll on the PC. So that was kind of cool, like being able to actually dodge out of the way. It's just something they put in there for the console. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it's cool, cool man. I, I just I was dumbfounded when I started seeing it. just corpses all over the ground just blowing up. I'm like, this is so sadistic, but it's so right in Diablo. Your, it's your, crazy. your kids weren't in the room, were they? No, they're not in the room now. My daughter hasn't <laughs> seen it. <clears throat> She'll probably freak out. Nightmares. So yeah. It is rated M for for mature for the gore, I think definitely. There's not no no bad language, but it's uh it's pretty violent. And oh, there's yeah. you know, blood stains still all over the ground and that it's it's a pretty dark game for sure, but it's it's a lot of fun, definitely. M for murder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about some uh, stuff this week. Let's let's bring it back to the comic book tip. And I'm just going to point this out. This whole show from here on out now basically is comic talk to some mm. extent. Uh, let's talk about a book that came out. I think this was last week. Was this the new Captain America or was it this week? The uh, uh, the time. new one was <clears throat> last week. Okay, so this is the new arc for the Captain America book, issue 698, uh, out of time. And I remember kind of seeing the tease for this um, whenever it was uh, a few months ago. I think they kind of were, were teasing him like in the ice again. So Cap yeah. on the cover, back in the ice. The book, he's, he's thought out. The world is in shambles. We're seeing all these different... Uh, just uh, what? Uh, not terrorist groups, but like basically the government has just been taken over uh, right. by these people. And the very end, the big twist. What year is it, Chris? You remember? Twenty thirty-five. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Twenty twenty-five. Twenty twenty. I think. Yeah, it's either twenty twenty-five or twenty thirty. It might be twenty twenty-five. <sighs> so it's not too far it's in not the future. That far into the future. I'm trying to figure it out. So what do you what are you thinking of this book, man? So far. Uh, I got it, the digital one. Let me see. Well, I don't know what page it's on. Um, well, the first two issues, and I think going into the third, were kind of like standalone uh, issues, were they not? Yeah. I know the first two were. I can't. The third one, I think, was too. So there was no real. And this is this is the the book that immediately follows uh, Secret Empire. Secret Empire. Yep. So you're the first two. You're like. <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't know what they're really doing with it. Yeah, but it takes pl- place in like in the 40s and 50s and stuff like that. So you're like, how did we get back here and yeah. what's going on? And um, it's it's the first issue was absolutely the first two were absolutely about him getting back in the good graces of the world. Um, and now we're getting into like the uh, a, a good arc because now, yeah, like Mark said, like he's frozen He's thought out. He's become like a myth, like not a myth, but he's he's become legend. Um, because and you then, find out, are they corporations or something? These they were literally keeping him in ice, like in this on display him, like, in the middle yeah. of like all these rich people with their drinks and having parties and all that. And they look up and there's Captain America frozen Captain in America. ice because he That's represents great. America and this these people just toppled everything, our whole just government, <laughs> our our way of life. It's crazy. So and like you said, because the rich people are the ones that are kind of like displaying him, they're the ones that are kind of saying they, they've taken what Captain America stands for and pretty much molded it into their beliefs. And like he's he stood for us type of thing. Yeah, that's just what I got out of it. And um, he he thaws out and he basically goes with the um, the rebels. resistance. Resist- so, there you, you go. Resistance. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he he's he wants to get in there and just start mixing things up right away. But I mean, the big takeaway that and we kind of touched on it just going back and text messages you you and I. It's definitely I'm really excited to see where this goes because it's. I feel like they are finally going after 
um, current day themes with like how politics are going in the United States right now. And we had just talked about this, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. How comics really aren't tackling that stuff nope. anymore. And Captain America was always the one to do that. So what do you think? I mean, I, I think this could be the start of something that... Yeah, I mean, I, I almost wonder if they're going to throw back to... Not throw back to, but mention things that are happening now, per se, like in politics, right. and then have someone say like, oh, that was like when blah, blah, blah happened or, or whatever, which, you know, honestly, I wouldn't pass put it past Marvel to do something like that. I mean, it is going out there, but like you said, the cap book, Captain America is always the one to take those stands, you know, or to to be the one kind of ushering in any themes like that or making a statement. I uh, remember after 9-11, man, I mean, that one picture, I wish I, I remember I printed it off and still had it where it was him like just holding his oh, hand down, that. like looking down and you just saw the smoke yeah. of the buildings and and like Marvel always does a great job at kind of just portraying uh, modern themes. And I think this is a great way to do it because they can go back and, and kind of blur the line of, eh, we're not going to say exactly who the politicians were or name them by <coughs> names. Right. But like you said, the, the themes that are happening in the politics, I think they can easily do. Right. Um, but it is 2025, by the way. I just 2025. It. So it's not, yeah. dude, that's not that far, man. That's the corner. seven years, man. It's, it's almost like they're setting up the aftermath of all the crap that's going on right now. Yeah. Like every, everything that's happening now, uh, when you know who is done in office, this is the damage done. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is right. Right. So, um, and, uh, and they take man. it to the nth degree. Like it's almost like a, a, a barren wasteland type of thing where the, the elite are the elite. It's like, it's like, you know Titanic. what it is? It's like back to the future too. Uh, where, where he lives up in his nice tower and everything's tower. cool. He's got his casino, and then everybody else all around just lives in Everyone's garbage. Struggling, yeah. Yep. Right. So that's what I love about it. it. It's is. it's not take it's not it's present as it's not that far in the future. I mean, it's futuristic, but it's not you know like year yeah. three thousand. But uh, I like that take on it. I like that he's missed all of the the stuff that the current administration is doing to just blow this thing up. And here he is to pick up the pieces. To pick up the pieces, yeah. And I, I, I think it's yeah, it's an interesting book. Awesome. I mean, obviously, clearly, we're we're recommending it to everybody out there. Uh, check it out, uh, especially too, because this is issue <laughs> six ninety eight. Uh, we're right on the verge, man. Six of uh, uh, issue seven hundred, right? We got uh, we'll have March six ninety nine. <laughs> we'll have April seven hundred, and then to move on to our next news story, because this, you can see how we're kind of lining this up here. Uh, it was announced this week that beginning in May, Marvel is doing a new initiative um, that is uh, basically a completely fresh start. Yes. Uh, for That's all what they're calling it, literally, is fresh start. A they're fresh not... start. Marvel Comics 2018, <coughs> yeah. colon, fresh start. a fresh start. <laughs> what, dude, what is going on? And, and usually we talk know. about like, like, what we're enthusiastic about and i'm i'm more dumbfounded by this this is if you haven't seen it there's a trailer out there it's a youtube video it's short it's a little over a minute long it's got cb sabolsky is that how we say his name sabolsky's kabolsky like he's that. the yeah. uh, chief creator or he's the editor-in-chief of course for marvel now um new editor-in-chief i should say too uh and then uh, you even have uh, joe caseta on there and uh, cb is he's just like Everybody's so excited for the fresh new start. All we keep hearing is they're so excited. Who? We were excited 
five months ago when you did Legacy Marvel too. Legacy, like, Legacy, yeah, man. <laughs> I, and I think it. I think his thing is because he he's the, he's new. He's the one that just took over. So I think this might be his like drawing the line in the sand, like all right, like I, I'm here to stay, like let let's just start this thing over again for like the seventh time. And uh, but if if they're gonna do that, like they have to stick with something it, for them man. to jump to to legacy and up the uh, the issue numbers to fall in line with where they abandon the issue numbers. Okay, that that that's confusing to people who and that's what this whole thing is to me is like people who are kind of getting into comic books because of the success of the marvel movies are completely lost and you and i follow comic books and we're kind of lost as where where these things are going they're doing too many crossovers they they do like as much as i don't read dc i give them all the credit in the world they did it right when they and they caught flack for rebranding in in the rebirth Mm -hmm. They did, but they stuck to their guns. They did it right. They, I think the only crossover that I can remember is when they got to issue 20 through 23 or 24 with the button um, with Batman and Flash. That's fine. You had established a year plus of solid comic books before you did any of that. So you got people on the ground floor and they, they followed you. And then even that, it was just a quick four-issue crossover and that was it. So they yeah. got to... I, it, they just got to stop doing this. Like if this is it, just end it because it's, I'm, I'm amazed at how opposite movies and comics are when it comes to DC mm-hmm. and Marvel. But the thing is, man, like even, even though Marvel is doing this, their books are still really good. Yeah. Like, like the, the series are really, really good. It's just, you're confusing the hell out of people. Well, well, you know, there's a couple things. Like, I wonder how much of this is, and I think we talked about it on the air. I even think when Marcus was on the show about how people, and I talked even with a guy at my local shop, like people go mm-hmm. see the movie, then they go to buy the book and the book is nothing like the movie. And like, I right. almost wonder if they're going <clears> to <throat> try to just kind of coincide. Cause what let's say like the Avengers books are now going to be one. There's going to be just the Avengers. And it's like, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor are the constants, and then you're going to yeah. kind of have this rotating cast. What's in the movies? That's the movies, right? You yeah. then you have Black Panther, you have all these other guys kind of coming in hit, hit or miss here and there. Of course, you got Black Widow, and then I'm sure she'll be in the books too. But like maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to try to just pull it all into one and say, hey, you like Spider Man from the Spider Man cartoon on Disney, you know Disney XD, and you've seen uh, Star- Spider Man Homecoming. Guess what? That's that's what this book is because that's kind of what the TV show is. Even Miles Morales now is in the cartoon on Disney because like that's a great character. We know the Miles movie is coming out, so maybe they just kind of streamline it into either one book or maybe two books. But it's like that's just you know right now with all these different titles like Spider Man. There's Amazing Spider Man. There's Spectacular Spider Man. Um, there's Spider Man, and then there's like spider-man vows renewed or i forget what the name is like it's just like (laughs) what like we don't need all these books especially from what we're hearing where their books aren't selling it's like right the less titles you have the more you can sell because people will buy those books and then i almost wonder how much of it too when we saw um what's his name brian michael bendis left to go to dc which by the way i don't even know if we talked about he's writing Two Superman books. Two Superman books. Yeah. I cannot wait, man. Like for once, I'm actually excited for a Superman book. Like I yeah. really want to read that that series. Um, right. But I wonder if he caught wind of this happening, 
and he just said, you know what? DC's offering me this. I'm out. Uh, that's a good question. That was what, it's tough to say. Timing, timing. Would, yeah. You would think these books yeah. potentially, or this would have already kind of been, the writing was on the wall for all of this and they're just announcing it now. But right. I don't know. I don't know, but, but they gotta, they just gotta get their shit in order is, is basically what they gotta do. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I wish I had an answer, man. But it, they they just they just need to stop. Just go <laughs> go 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 like reset everything and just have this be it. And and don't don't you just know, keep you you want all these new people. And, and this is this is what's hurting like their sales. I feel like because people are like you said are going into these comic shops and saying like, hey, I just I'm getting into Avengers. Like, where do I start? And and you have five things to choose from. There's a great service though, man. Marvel Unlimited. Well, Marvel Unlimited, which you know <laughs> does not does not does not uh, support the show. Not sponsor but. us, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, where do you start? I mean, dude, go to Marvel Unlimited and just look at all the Avengers books. <laughs> where nuts. do you start? It's nuts. There's nowhere to start. Like even right now, like X Men, you got X Men Blue, X Men Red, X Men gold. gold. Are they going to kill Red now for this relaunch? <laughs> I hope not, man. Like that's the one that's... book I'm 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 more excited about that book than I am Doomsday Clock right now, man. I think get rid of, get rid of blue. Blue, blue's the one because I like gold. I actually do really gold like gold is really good. But I go. Why can't they just go back to, like the just have one X Men book and then just do arcs, just do do four yeah. arcs, focus on this group of X Men. There, there's hundreds of X Men. So all right, well, all right, well, let's do this. You and I right now, we're we're gonna decide the Marvel library. You ready? We're okay. gonna do it right now. What, so so this we, is we have an X Men book. We uh, have Avengers. Right. Write it down. We have Spider-Man. Yep. And I think I, it's kind of cool on Disney XD how they have Peter Parker and Miles both rolling. So you just arcs again. One of them's on vacation. <laughs> he's, on, he's on vacation. Krypton was, uh, Kryptonite was uh, You need a cap, so right? I think even though you have Avengers, you need cap. You need to get you a need, cap you need in America. Cap. Yep. I mean, do you still have a... Iron Man, a separate Iron Man book, a separate Thor book, a separate Hulk book. I mean, do you still do all that? I think I, I think Hulk is like kind of dying, like as a standalone. Yeah, I like I'm with Hulk, you. but I think he's like you. You can introduce. I mean, he'll be in an Avenger books, yep. so that's fine. If you want to have like a couple issue series where it focuses on Hulk, do an Avenger yeah, book. You can always do a miniseries. Right. I th- I think you should have a Guardians book. I think I think Guardians <laughs> them canceling Guardians book is. A shame. Yeah. I think just the popularity that those movies have had. Piggyback. You have to piggyback off that. Like right. You just you got to man. I think you should okay. keep old man Logan. I think going. Although, all right, hold on. Actually, like we <laughs> See, need. This is the problem Marvel has right now. <laughs> Damn it. There's too many characters. I love old man Logan. Right. The book is so good, but like people don't know who the hell old man. But Logan that's a departure. Is. But old man Logan is kind of like a departure from their. Their main the core, so just crux well, you of, have to right. have a Wolverine. Book. So you can Got do it. an old man Logan. That's fine. I won't even write that one down. You have to do Deadpool. I think so. Yep. I think and, at this point movies. in time you have to. I think. Um. Except for Ant Man, you don't need an Ant Man book. You're gonna get him no. the Avengers. I. You no, know what? No. Fantastic no. Four. I need the Fantastic you, yes, Four to come right. back. Where the hell are right. the Fantastic? I hope. Have we heard anything? They bring that back with this man. We did have the thing, right? Thing has a new book that just came out. 
Like, give uh, us that, really? man. Okay. Um, you need Daredevil. Yeah, with you the have a Daredevil yeah. book. Um, I think you need a Ghost Rider book. Yep. Ghost Rider. Mm, uh, you know, I I I like Ghost Rider, but I, from a comic standpoint, you need a Ghost Rider book. I think you have to. Do you? They went. They've I, gone how many years without one? And every time they try to reboot it, it's like me. Like for I, me, I I mean, right behind me, dude. I I got a Ghost Rider book hanging yeah. up. Like I love the Danny right. Ketch Ghost Rider. That's like what just inspired me into Ghost Rider when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Even comics when I was a kid. But I don't know. Oh, wait, Iron Man. We did say Iron Man. Okay. I think you need an Iron Book because he's just popularity is off the charts right now. Yep. So, um, I'm sure there's one that we're is probably missing, out. but I think that might be. How many books is that? Like 15? So, are we doing Thor too or no? Uh, nah. No. I don't so, even think you need Doctor see. Strange. No, I think I. That's 10 right there. That's 10. Yep. I think you launch with that. Let's see where you go. See where you go. I think that's good. I think, and then you can incorporate some of those, you know, other characters that people love into somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. You don't need like, dude, or, or they when they come, and, when those characters come back, it's a big deal, right? Like then it's like, what oh about, my god, like Hulk yeah. is Hulk's okay. Back. But what about our main topic this week? Black Panther. Black Panther. You need a Black Panther book. Hmm. I I think with honestly with the success, yes, I think you do. You need a Black Panther. I think book. you do. Yeah. I think you do. Yep. The success that movie is having, having, yes. And, and like, this is like getting away. And like I said, like you, you mentioned old man Logan, I'm not including it. Do an old man Logan book. That's not going to fall in line with like these stories. Um, like continue with the Thanos book, which is awesome. You gotta, you gotta keep doing that. Um, it's weird. I mean, and and see this conversation is just us. Imagine them like looking at the numbers and and looking all that. Oh, they have, a giant-sized whiteboard, I'm sure, yeah. that is all marked up. Like you know even... there's a guy there that say, we got to have a Ghost Rider book, and they're just like, well, we only sold 17,000 copies, yeah, and we published right. 50,000. Like, no, we're not doing <laughs> right. that. Like, that's, it's crazy. But they have, they have to get have away from, I remember last year, they obviously had a Daredevil book, then they had a Kingpin pin book, then they had an Electra book, and a Bullseye book. All came out within a week of each other. Yeah, that's not... those like you don't need. No. You have to have Daredevil. You don't need those three books. That it just floods your like people just. You're not going to sell those things. No. And the Bullseye book was actually really good. I don't know if you read that. that I was, didn't know. It was really really good. And, and I think I want to say it's. Uh, it could be they could have stopped it. I don't remember. But it was good. But you don't need it because I'm the only one reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so we'll see. I mean, this is coming in May. We don't have the full list yet of the books, uh, but I, I would assume soon we're gonna right. I mean, we should be getting uh, these. what what when they're gonna start this? Yeah. Well, I, well, I know it's in May. It says it's coming in May, but do yeah. we know the books yet that are? <laughs> oh no 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 no, they didn't say. But I, I but would assume look soon. At, um, if you go to the comicpanel.com, um, the uh, article that I posted, there's a picture that they released. Did you, you notice that picture mm. that they put with it? Um, and. <laughs> Doesn't I mean, it gets away from what we just did. If you go look at that article, uh, everything you need to know uh, about Marvel's fresh start, and then I'm just going to scroll down quick. So if you look at that picture, it's loaded with characters. Like oh, right, the big picture. Yes, like Spider Man is like front and center, and there's probably 25 characters all around him, minimum. So. 
I don't know, man. It's just it's more of the same. Like I I, I got annoyed um, recently with the Avenger books because I, I like the Avengers and I, and that's one of the books I collect. But they had a four story. They they did exactly what I said they did in DC with the button. They went back and forth for four issues between Avengers, every other issue, and uh, the Champions. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. I want yeah. that in one book. Just it's not, it's not cohesive at all. So we'll see. We'll see. They got to get it right. They got to get it right. Yeah. Because... You know, I'm looking at that picture. It honestly, it's not really that many characters if you can consider some of the teams so. too. I mean, there's a few that we didn't necessarily well, I guess say, so. like you know, Luke Cage is yeah. in there for the defenders and that. But um, right. Ghost Rider's there, man. Ten four Ghost Rider. Where is he? Oh, there he is. Yep. Uh, all right, man. Well, let's move on here to our big topic this week, and that is the Black Panther. This movie is out. It's been uh, hyped up here uh, for the last, uh, I want to say, what, maybe four or five months, I think, when we saw that first teaser uh, for yeah. it. And then, of course, over the last month or so, it has just exploded, just destroying at the box office. I mean, people are rushing out to see this movie. Uh, I actually saw it on Friday night in a pretty packed uh, theater is what we went yeah, to. Yeah, man. Uh, you went what Saturday morning? I went right? Saturday morning, and I think I told you I think there was more people in that when I went to the Saturday morning of uh, Star Wars, Last Jedi. And I think yeah. has it has it surpassed Last Jedi. I think they were saying it was on track, pretty much to do it. And, and it even, hasn't passed yet, but yeah, and even it, to put it, it up, well, not overall, but for the opening weekend, did it? It, I don't think it did, but it was very, okay. very close. It was close, close man. Like, yeah. yeah, it was really, really close. Yep. Um, but there's a lot to talk about with this movie. Um, and again, spoiler alert. So we will be talking spoilers here for the movie. So if you don't want to be spoiled, this is your time to shut the podcast off and uh, come back another time when you're here. But let's go with kind of the more topical, the overarching or over just overall thoughts in terms of, um, in terms of did you like it? I think is kind of the, yeah, the thing. Absolutely. I liked it. It was very, very entertaining. Again, I went with uh, I went with my wife and my um, brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And um, my wife isn't like the geek that m- me and my brother-in-law are, um, but she enjoyed it. And she wasn't lost, which I think this is like the good thing about this. It's a self-contained you movie. Watch it. Yes, anybody can you, watch it. Yep. You don't need any precursors going into this movie to watch it. Um, she did get a little confused at the after the end uh, end credits the scene, bucky. which I just uh, yeah, I just explained yeah. it to her. But um, it was it. It was a Marvel movie, and it was very entertaining. And um, it, there was humor in it. It was predictable as hell, but that's fine. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to throw curveballs at you. Like I, I didn't when when he got thrown off the the edge in the waterfall. Didn't think for a second he was dead. Did you Did you see the? <laughs> uh, and I was thinking this while we were there, and I saw some people mention it. Did you, see, did you get like the Lion King vibes? From it, like, like it was oh like, like dude, I was like, dude, that so whole second petty. half was the freaking Lion King, and then when he sees like his dad and all that. So when you're saying yeah. it's predictable, I was like, I've seen this story before. There like, were so many times where like the music would pick great. up, and I wanted to do that opening, ah, <laughs> like I wanted it was to just great, belt it out. Man, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, but the soundtrack was good. Um, yeah. yeah, no, definitely Lion King tones. Um, and uh, I didn't know that. Forrest Whitaker was in it, although I should have assumed that because he's in everything. He is, like, yeah. <laughs> everything like that. Um, but I don't know. It, it was it, it was great, man. It, it was, like I said, very entertaining. 
Um, really good action scenes, really good CGI. Um, I want the one negative review and I don't want to get into negative reviews or anything like that. The first negative review, I remember this was a big, big deal because it knocked it 100% off of Rotten Tomatoes when this guy wrote the negative review was his, uh, he didn't think that Black Panther had fought enough. Um, and I kind of agree I, with dude, that. You know what? I, well, you know what? But, but the reason he didn't, and I think, I don't know what I was thinking we were going to see, but like, I, I don't think I was prepared for the origin story. You, you know what, what I mean? I, I wasn't because I'm like, you know, we saw in civil war, he took up the mantle. So I thought he was oh. going to go back and just be King. <clears throat> and, and for some reason, and that's just my stupidity. My, maybe me not following the movie enough to know that this film is going to be about him going back having to basically, you know, claim the throne per se, even though he had it, then, you know, people challenge him and all of that. And, and that's why, like I said, like with Spider-Man homecoming, they were just like, Oh, you know, Spider-Man let's go. And this guy, (laughs) so like to me, when they did the whole, like the espionage scene in like the casino, like that was cool, man. Like I was like, man, if they did a whole movie just centered around all of these, them just tracking people like globe trotting all over the place with then him just becoming black Panther. Cause Man, out of all the Marvel characters, I gotta say, like number one, his costume is just incredible. Oh, he so, looks yeah. so menacing, and even yeah. in Civil War, he did. Like, it was just like, oh my god. And then he's like a mix between Captain America fighting, just beating your your ass, <laughs> and Spider Man just flipping all over the place. Like yeah. he is just, it's awesome. And so, yeah. like, I I I was a little bit let down, but like I understand why they did it because now that we've had this movie. And I mean, they're already saying like sequels coming at some point. Oh, the second movie yeah. is gonna just be off the charts, man. I say that all the time. Like I, I was, I was anticipating. I I didn't know exactly where this was gonna take place. I thought it was really cool that the, it took place like pretty much right after his after, his father yeah, dies, um, and he's becoming king. So, um, in a sense, it, yeah, it's still a, a how did you describe it? Like a origin getting story. To, origin story. Yeah. Um, but like you, you did already know that part of him. So um, it's kind of like a, a hybrid of the two. But a lot of people don't know this character yeah, and where he came from. <clears throat> so they kind of had to do this. And I and I say this all the time with these movies. Like the first one is the getting to know you movie. The second one is where it takes off. Hmm. So where they go with this, uh, I don't I don't really know. I don't read a lot of the books, but we've already kind of shared that you know they don't really follow the books when it comes to these right, movies yeah. so they could go anywhere with it but um what i do love is and i i had been wondering this the entire time when it comes to um infinity war is how are they going to defeat thanos based on their skills alone because you can't we kind of have an answer to that now with it's vibranium, man. This vibranium stuff. Yep. So because I was shocked to see I it, and maybe this is me not knowing it, because I don't even know if this is ever really explained in the books how it's not just used used as like a suit or a, a shield. Like it's it powers Some things. Weapons. Yeah, it's yeah. used to create these just fantastical weapons. So that's what <laughs> right. they're going to use to fight back. And when you see that, if you stay it after the credits, you see that cutscene of him basically at the UN saying, here's who we are. Here's what we're bringing. And it's like, Whoa, like this is really going to be uh, uh, yeah. a major part. And, and that could even be why Thanos is there. Why we see that scene of them running across the field, because he must catch wind of where these weapons are coming from. So that's right where he's going to go. He's going to go right to the source. And uh, you think that 
Well, I mean, he's got to be coming for the stones. But well, you I think, think so. Like, but why is he in Wakanda? Like, I mean, is there a stone there, or do you think do you think they're going to bring I, all the stones to where the vibranium is? You think so? Do you think that's what's going to happen? Like, I think he's well, in New York to get the stone <clears throat> at some point because you see him, you know, with Spider Man fighting there, and even with Vision, like that whole scene is going to be all in New York, and then he's going to have to have a reason to go to Wakanda. There's got to be a stone there, and they don't mention that. Like the Soul Stone. See, has been I, I almost don't new. think it's a stone, dude. I, I unless like Captain America brings it there for whatever reason, and then he goes. I think he catches wind. Like he, he's some maybe, good shit. maybe they somehow fight him back at one point, and he was just like, you know, how did they do that? And then maybe you know one of mm. his minions is like it's vibranium, and on Earth it's it's very concentrated in this area and he's like well that's where we need to go let's go get it and that's where okay go. and that's where the final that. stand kind of takes place you know infinity war just needs to be a four-hour movie it does, like, it does. Just... but you know what just... i liked about this movie too man is is how almost fantastical it was like dr strange brought it to some extent but that was more like mysticism in that where this really just I mean, it was almost like a fantasy movie. I mean, when they fly through into Wakanda, I mean, it, this That's looks cool. like something out of like Lord of the Rings almost, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it I really is did. So You're right. cool. You're uh, right. And the way that it looked. And, and, you know, I saw many people just, just saying, like, the minute they saw it, like, you know, uh, they were just dumbfounded as how great it looks. And it, it did. Looked, I mean, it looked, it looked really good for sure. Um, now, what did you think of uh, the villains? Uh, Andy Serkis <laughs> needs to be brought back from the dead as a villain because mm. he, man, that dude is just awesome. You never see him dead, so I thought you maybe. see him dragging them and dragging his body at some point. Oh, that's right. No, you are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, he bring, he, that, that's how he gets into Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that's that. That's right. Okay. Yeah, because he throws right. his body down. Yeah, he's in the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. man, but dude, he is just you. Just want to <laughs> love and hate him at the same time. Like, he, like he got just, like he got like jacked more. Dude, he is ripped. He's Rich Perillo. You know our buddy Rich Perillo. That, that's <laughs> him. He is Rich Perillo. He is. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I thought he was great, and was maybe that was the one twist. I really wasn't anticipating him dying. I wasn't. Like, either, I, no. I thought he was going to be the the. Uh, I thought him you know, and the Michael B. Jordan, the Killmonger, would the I, whole time. I thought they'd they were going like, to be a team, like the whole yep. time. Yeah. Um, and and what'd you think of what'd you think of him? What do you think of Michael B. Jordan? Um, you know, I think the his reasons for doing what he was doing definitely it made sense, kind of, especially with what his father was trying to do. I mean, he was really just a, a product of what his father told him throughout all those years. I mean, they're shilling guns, right? So it's the guns that uh, he's trying to give out to the young kids in California. And then his dad always telling him, like, you know, um, kind of the black power type things, you know, just saying, mm-hmm. you know, the white man's always trying to hold us down and that's not right. And then that was very jarring, I will say, to go through <laughs> this whole or a half of a movie, basically, of just, hey, the Black Panther, he's fighting, you know, Andy Serkis, and it's all this is going on. And then suddenly, and everybody's talking with accents and everything is, de- and then just I mean, it is like <laughs> you just hit like a brick wall, and here comes yeah. Michael B. Jordan, complete opposite. Oakland. He yeah. is straight out of Oakland, man. It is <laughs> straight out of Compton, man. It is crazy. Right. Like when when he came in, and I know, like you know, I'll be honest, it, it was almost shocking, right? Like I didn't expect to see that per se in the movie, yeah. and even even my wife was saying she was like she almost she didn't like it. She was just like that. It just kind of threw her off and, and not that it didn't make sense but because in the end when you step back and really think about his motivations i mean that was who he would be you know and so to have a villain like that was just we've never seen a villain like that ever you know i i don't think in, in any of the marvel movies like there's never been a villain who who 
I don't want to say he's self-righteous, but it's just like he is completely believes in everything that he is preaching and every every reason he is there and he doesn't care you know everybody else is always like you know you think of uh, michael keaton and spider-man it's like oh you know i have all these these vulture wings and it's just like yeah whatever i mean he he was uh, the the realest villain maybe i think is maybe the right way to say it like it was crazy man what did you think you, you do you do hate him oh yeah you i mean you in that aspect he did a very good job of of hating him. I did think that there was going to be, um, when, uh, black Panther defeats him at the end, thought it was going to be one of those things where, all right, he, they, they kind of make up and, yeah, and he remains in number two, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be Who Bucky and Captain America. Work for <laughs> black Panther to challenge. <laughs> um, well, but you that know doesn't what? happen, but Th- that was that scene in particular was interesting to me because you know obviously we can touch on it a little bit i mean we can even bring it in here but clearly this mo this film was really marketed as and not completely but you know there was a lot of marketing around the film i should say or hype around the film about how much of a i don't want to say cultural movement but how much of a statement this movie was and there's a it's right at the end man when he's sitting there and he's wounded and he's just like you know why let me save you we can we can save you and he just says something like you know no or whatever once you can just put me in a cell he goes you know my ancestors who jumped off the boat they knew that death was better than being held captive or something like that he says something like that yeah and it's like i don't know and 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 it just to me it it fits the character per se but i almost wonder if some of those some of those themes weren't as much there if it still would have been had the same impact. You know what I mean? Like him still coming You mean back, his character? His character in particular. Yeah. Like it just to me that there were moments where it was like, man, like he they're just not letting up with him. Like he which again, the character's motivations, it, that's what's there, but it just was like a little bit jarring when he said that. I was like, man, like they're right. they're going all the way with this. It was crazy. Yeah, well, he's He's he you hate like I said you hate him, but for um for people a lot of people in our country, he's more relatable exactly yeah than yeah. anybody in Wakanda no that like so you 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 can really like he's so polarizing because he's going to these people and he's wanting to take over the throne and they're they're good people like they're good hearted pe- people they don't get involved in other people's yeah business and he wants to blow that up. Yep. For a number of reasons. And he's mad um, at them for never having done it in the past. Exactly. Right? For just letting exactly. them stand by and say, you've let our people for all of these years be oppressed. And you've seen all of this violence. And you could have done something. And you did yeah. nothing. So you I'm going to take it over. And I'm going to take over it all. Like, I'm going to have yeah. to take it over. What so, and it's like, and you're sitting the there watching this. And you're like, son of a bitch is right. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, <laughs> that, that, I'm like, <laughs> man, he... As much as but, you know, it's just, as extreme but, as it is, it's like he's got a point. Like, he does, he has a point. and it's just in in the way that he presents it is how is why you you dislike him. Well, yeah, he's right, like exactly, you know, yeah. So I, I I'm going to kill your current king rather than trying to come to an agreement. Let's talk about this. Hey, you know, you we can do some good in the world. Yeah. It's like, nope, we're going head to head, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and I'm going to take the throne over, and you guys are going to hate yeah. me. And I'm going to burn all the plants that give you this. You yeah, know, because it's me. Planter. I want the power. Yep. Right, I decided that, that was, you, you that was a crazy scene, man. Like that, I like I said, you knew he was going to defeat 
T'Challa in that battle. Of course. When he burned those plants and and the, that woman who was standing next to him was like, well, this is for future kings. He's like, bitch, please. Like, yeah, there ain't no other kings. It's <laughs> I'm me. a king, man. It's me. That was cool. That that was yeah. a villainous move. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 you know, not to get into too much of the cultural stuff of it. Um, I think, I think there's so many other movies out there that have a deeper meaning culturally yeah. than this. Um, I think people are hanging on, are holding on to this because it's doing so well. And that to me is where this is, um, a big cultural movement, not the story of the movie. Yeah. No, it's I'm the with fact you, that this, yep. that this genre of movie is heavily African-American. That's where the, the kudos deserves to yep. be not in the story. I, I didn't, I didn't pull anything out of the story where it's like anything. I mean, that's the black the, Panther, man. Like that, that, that to me, yeah. you know, that this, yes, you, you should have an all African-American cast, right? Like you yeah. should, this, it's Wakanda. Right. Like that just right. makes sense. You know, it, right. it's, and it, it's, it's awesome that they gave uh what's the director? Um, uh, Ryan Coogler, right. Is his name. I mean, they gave yeah. the guy $200 million and said, just make the black right. Panther, like do right. it. And he did it right. And, I mean, he did. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people saying this is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. And, you know, this, if not, maybe it's maybe it's a second, maybe behind. I saw some people saying like Civil War. I even saw people saying like Iron Man 3. For me personally, it's maybe top five, maybe at a five, maybe. But like, yeah. and, and and that's as a superhero movie. So so that's because see that's the other thing. Like like you just said, the cultural side. When you look at what they did with the movie, with the cast and all that, it's like, man, kudos to them. Like cool, like that is awesome. But when I take a step back as a superhero movie, and I look at it in the whole realm of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, top five, probably five. If not, it's right. It's in, it's in my middle top ten. Right. Right now, for me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For I, me. I, I, and, I, and again, I think it was because it was you. like I wanted more. Black Panther action, man. Like I wanted yeah. that, but the moments we got, God, man, like he, he is, good. he might be like top three of the heroes in all of it for me. Like he is just epic, man. It's so I, cool to be, see him fight. And, and yeah. And the guy who plays him is, is yeah, awesome. Chadwick Boseman, like, he's perfect awesome, guy. Man. Perfect guy. So yeah, it'll be, I, I, I want to see where this goes. I want to see what, how big of a part, uh, his role is in Infinity War, because yep. um, you know a lot of this takes place in his on, on his land, so he's going to have a big big part. Um, as far as rating it, uh, just for Marvel movies, like yeah, just, just, we're just, just talking Marvel, Marvel, movies. Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, not to step um, back and say as a because that's what you know. It seems like a lot of the people that are giving it the glowing reviews and that are saying it's just as a film. You know, they're not looking at it. It's more than a superhero movie. I'm talking superhero movie like that. That's what I'm here for with, yeah. with, with that. Like, what are you, what right. are you giving it out of that? Man, I, I maybe I should have rated these beforehand, but <laughs> I, maybe, I mean, for me, like civil war is probably my favorite. Yeah. I, I think by far, um, winter yeah, soldier. I'm, I love I'm, too, I'm, man. I love winter soldier. Winter soldier is so it's more like good. a spy movie, man. Like it's yeah. just so good. Yeah. Um, and then the Iron Man, yeah, probably Iron Man three is definitely up there. Um, they're all even good, Homecoming. Man. They're Homecoming all frigging awesome. great. I mean, come on, dude! It, all these movies are you that's, can't that's even. I was gonna them. say it doesn't matter. Even if I put it number ten, that doesn't mean it's it, it, it's the difference between one and ten is probably like <laughs> point 
three. So yep. you can't. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter in the long run. It's an awesome movie. It's it's enjoyable. It's two hours plus of just entertainment, which is yep. what these movies are supposed to be. Which, by the way, dude, the the women actors in this movie, I think, steal the show. Especially what's her what's her name? Who plays Michelle in a Walking Dead? Whatever her name is. She will just murder your face, man. Like she to see her when you see her fighting in that that casino. She's got like a what a bow staff or something. I'm like, yeah. She's got to be one of the most talented like women out there with like swords or staffs or whatever. Like she just fit that role perfect. Yeah. The I mean the casting overall in the movie was great. I mean even Martin Freeman just kind of thrown in there, you know, little Hobbit man running around was just <laughs> awesome. Like he he was just perfect. No, it was. They did good. a great job with it, with the casting it of really it good. and. Um, yep. Marvel just continues to knock it so, out of the park, man. So then, uh, what'd you think of the end credit scene? Uh, with Bucky? Yeah. I'm, hey, man. Bucky's there. I mean, his sister, what'd she say? She's like, uh, in the movie, like, oh, you brought me another broken up white boy to fix yeah. up. And I, like, I didn't really click until you see that. And it's like, ah, she's talking about Bucky. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, I think that's just the start of, you Setting know, because she says something to him like, there's, you still have a lot to learn or something. Yeah. So. What, is his arm going to be? Uh, yeah, he had no arm. It's going to probably be made out of something crazy, man. It's, yeah. Vibranium. You know, you wonder uh, <laughs> if uh, Andy Serkis' character, what his arm was, if Bucky's going to have something like that now. Remember how his arm it would come out and it was a crazy gun? Yeah, and like all nuts. that. I wonder yeah. if that's what Bucky's going to have in this film. Even though you see the preview, it's still the silver arm. But if it's going to have that ability now to transform and do all kinds of wacky Right. Bucky stuff, right? <laughs> uh, but no, it, it sets up sets up Infinity War beautifully, um, and I, this this can only help Ant Man and the Wasp too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, j- just for sheer like people are are in Marvel mode. It, not that they ever really get out of it, but you know, Black Panther really is really up up the bar for oh, totally Marvel. Up to, the ante, yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, Infinity War is going to be epic and then after that i think amman and wasp will like kind of reap the benefits of what these last two mm. movies have done so see slade in the chat i actually leaned over to my wife when we were sitting there when uh, andy circus was talking to martin freeman i said this is uh bilbo and Gollum talking right now from the hobby oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great well, but uh, i definitely recommend people go see it you know it is good it's in the you know public conversation right now everybody's talking about the movie i mean even the marketing is still all over the place out there uh, we just went to the disney store j- today giant black panther banner yeah. still out there um, cashing in walmart has a huge display i saw target's got displays um so the only thing uh, i say is like i think we need to just pump the brakes a little bit on all of like these accolades of, like it's a revolutionary movie it's 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 not like and i'm not yeah. trying to say it just I don't say that and make it seem like it's like lighthearted and you know it, I don't want that to take away from anything. It's a fantastic movie, but me personally, I just feel like because I go through my newsreader, and in my comic section of the newsreader, it is just article after article after article of the amazement. Like yeah. you know, it's, it, I'm 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 so happy that it's sweeping the nation. Like I love that part of it, but uh, I think we need to relax a little bit. And I think it will, like, you know, in, in six months from now, I think, I, dude, I read an article, someone ranked the 25 uh, best villains, and they put Killmonger at number two. And I'm like, no, not to <laughs> me, no. And that's just a sign of, like, the movie's fresh, so right, we're going to... time right now, yeah. 
I don't know. You know, okay. it was it was interesting to watch just how much hype and all that came out um, leading up to the film of just the cultural impact it was going to have. You know, an all black cast, all black director, all that. And to me, me personally, and this is my my opinion, and I, I it just seemed to me like it was kind of odd that it seemed like they were going out of their way to point that out like and when i say they i mean like disney like in the marketing and, and that or, right. or like you know good morning america my wife watches good morning america every day and it just seemed like there was so much of that where you know i said to you chris like you look at a movie like get out that came out last year yeah man that's nothing right but it was like like to me it was like holy shit like he did an incredible job like that was just amazing where here you went in looking for that where i almost wonder if they would have did a better job just saying like Hey, we. This is the director. He's making the Black Panther movie. Yeah, he's making the Black Panther movie. Like that's this right. is what we expect. Have it come out, and I think it would have made much more. Which I mean, how could it make any more of an impact than it's making right now? Right? Yeah, I can't. But it's yeah. like you know, I think it would have been to for me. It it might have just maybe. Uh, I would look at it more as a wow, like a cultural movement or impact. Then then I not that I'm saying I don't now. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that would have been maybe they're a better way for them to market it rather than just, you know, constantly shoving that out there. Because people yeah, would have figured I, it out. Like you didn't they didn't oh, yeah. need to be plastering this all over. Like people Ew. would have seen the impact or, or, or what it is that they did with this film without yeah. having to constantly be saying and throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, because in the end, I mean, the movie is what it is. And, and it's it's clear as day with what, uh, you know, Ryan Coogler was going for in the cast. Um, so I don't know that, that to me was just kind of interesting. It was like, well, you know, I think a movie like get out did it more right. And that, get out is sense. so much more socially significant yes. than black Panther, uh, like so much more. It is. Yep. And, and that needs to be in the conversation of, of, you know, movies that have an, an impact on that culture yep. and African-American culture. Like that movie is where it's at. And, and that, and, and like I said earlier for this, it's just the genre. It's having a, a movie that will make a billion dollars have an all black cast is that is that's amazing. Incredible. It's yeah. awesome. So that's where it should be. Not like I said, not in the story. Who is uh, that actor? I'm trying to go through the, the names here in the cast. I can't see all their faces. I could, cause it's kind of small on IMDb. Who is the guy that was in get out? That was in black Panther. He was pretty good. Oh. In this movie, man. He's very, oh, yeah. like, dude, just, he's in, um, he's in uh, black mirror too. Just like the, the emotion in, on his face and all that. Like, he is he is great. He's a man. great actor. He's in that, uh, if you remember the second episode of uh, Black Mirror, when they're, like, riding the bikes for credits. Yes, that's, that's why I recognized him, dude. Yeah. Now you say that, yep. Yeah, that's yep, him. Yep. I think we talked about that on an old, uh, uh, old uh, Robust Radio yeah. podcast, yeah. Which we'll do again. Uh, but go someday. see Black Panther. Like like we said, man, the movie it's great. It, it's awesome. It really yep. is just, just fantastic, and I think they did an awesome job with it. And, um, you know, for for uh, all the hype and all that that it's getting, I mean, it is definitely uh, well-deserved because it is a, a great movie. So, all right, man. Well, let's wrap it up there. Uh, what do we got next week on tap? Do we have anything? What do we have next week? For a topic, you mean? Yeah. Um, we'll I don't know. I, you know what we never talked about um, was uh, I, I read it. Did you read the latest uh, Darth Vader? comic i did actually today because on your yeah. version so yeah pretty we'll good right next week. let's talk about that next we week talk let's talk week. about that next right. week yep um, but other than that i don't know him. The... they're coming to take him out dude i i <laughs> I'll, I'll wait 
Oh, wait. We'll, we'll, talk, right, we'll talk next, next week. week about it. But we'll have a topic for you guys, of course, next week. But don't forget, email us, uh, theenthuselife at gmail.com. And we asked for you guys to email us what Chris was going to be doing on the video camera last week to give away a copy of X-Men Red. And we didn't get any responses except from Gary. But Gary's not eligible for it. Sorry. So uh, <laughs> no. he was wearing the, uh, the Stormtrooper comic. Or the, uh, I'm sorry, Stormtrooper comic. Stormtrooper mask. Uh, on camera but just email us guys we still have a copy of x-men red digital copy to give away just email us the enthuselife at gmail.com and you may find yourself uh, with a microphone like a true stormtrooper there you go with a copy of x-men red which we talked about last week so if you want to hear our review and discussion on it tune in last week it's a great great issue and the book is off to an amazing start although who knows what marvel's gonna do now i hope they don't can the book man because it's keep it going it's great uh, but anything you want to want to throw out here, man? Uh, no, I, the, the last thing I did want to say about Black Panther, and I went, I meant to bring this up. The one, uh, like the one faction or, uh, what do they call them? Community or, or race or whatever you want to say, um, that that's in Wakanda. The one that he fought initially. Oh, the um, tribes. And, and tribe. There you go. Yeah. Um, the one that he defeated and then they go get the help from. Yeah. I love scenes like that. Like you knew that was going to happen where like they go and they ask for help from like their nemesis and they're like, nope, not going to do it. And then in the heat of battle, <laughs> they, come they come back. <laughs> I love it. And the only thing I wish they did it's was the elves uh, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I love those scenes. Like you knew they were going to come but help. The dead, the wish... dead in Return of the King. When they oh, come that's maybe the best the boats. One yep. Oh God. Um, but I just wish they would. They usually have that moment where you're like, like the after the battle's over, they're like, "Oh, what changed your mind?" And they were like, eh, "We had nothing better to do, so I guess we." They never did that in the movie. That's right. They never yeah, found they out why those guys came back. It'll to be help. a deleted scene. It should be a deleted maybe, scene. Maybe, but that like, the end battle scene, and that was crazy too, man. The end battle scene, like they're fighting each other. Yeah, they, they are. They are battling each other, and that was a little disturbing to watch. That it's like, no, you guys are like supposed to get along. Don't fight. And, <laughs> Uh, and then the guy, which, you know, who, hey, to take it out on the cultural side, it's it's social commentary, right? I mean, that that's true. See, that that's the a, thing, man. This movie, they, they honestly did it right, dude. And and for what it is. And, you know, here we were just talking about, oh, man, they shouldn't have been hyping up. All dude, I mean, there's you so many parallels that. you can see in this movie to all of that. And yeah. again, kudos to them for for doing it and, and putting it out there. Yeah. Um for me, real quick, one final thing, too, I forgot to mention was uh, at the Disney Store today, we saw you can pre-order The Last Jedi, which is, of course, yeah, that, that, that was yeah. announced this week uh, on Blu-ray. You can get yep. it even in 4K, all that. But the Disney Store, I, I meant to grab them. Uh, well, actually, the one we were at today, we're not going to pre-order at that one. But we always pre-order at the Disney Store because they have these, uh, like, lithographs mm-hmm. that you get. And so this year, there's one of Chewie and a Porg. And it's them when they're like on the uh, uh, Millennium Falcon and the Porg's face is all like. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and then they have one of Kylo from the side that's pretty awesome. Uh, okay. There's one of Rey standing kind of like overlooking the water, but it's where that black hole is down below where she goes to see her parents. That one, okay. it's like that picture. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, oh, what the hell was the other one? I think the other one was uh, Luke, I believe, in his costume. Um, I think. But they're cool. They look great, man. We, we, one, we got the Rogue go One with? ones. I got the Force Awakens ones. Yeah. Uh, if you pre-order it there, you get those lithographs. Which, which didn't you get them? Didn't you pre-order it online and you got them in the mail? Yeah. You, well, you can. You can. Uh, that's what I normally do. I, I pre-order it through the. <clears throat> I'm in the Disney, you know, movie yeah, club yeah. thing, like Columbia House for Disney movies. Um, 
and you can get a lith- lithograph, but you don't have a choice. Like they just send you. Oh, okay. They they show you what the picture is, and which one you're getting. Gotcha. But that's that's what you get. You don't have a, a choice. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, Disney Store you get all four, and they give it to you. Like if you pre-order it today, they give you the lithographs today. Oh, really? And then when the movie comes out, you just go pick it up. Oh, that's so, cool. So yeah, it's pretty neat. We have uh, there's one of um, what's her name, uh, Jin, that we have like framed up downstairs. And you know what? The uh, awesome one they had for Force Awakens was. With the sun, kind of like the sunset with the two TIE fighters flying. That's like an like, epic picture, man. I love that picture. Not, for which one? Which movie? For Force Awakens. When Force, Force Awakens okay, came out, it was like kind of like where the sun is there and there's the two TIE fighters yeah, kind of yeah, coming yeah. like in the sunset. That's yeah. awesome. It's cool. But uh, all right, guys. Well, everybody, thank you as always for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, thecomicpanel.com. You can find the show posted over there. You can also find the show on <laughs> iTunes, Podbean, all those places. They, they should do a. Uh, <laughs> Gary just said, like, a shirtless Kylo. Shirtless Kylo, That yeah. would be good. That would be great, right? <laughs> yeah. um, also, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at The Enthused Life. You can also follow the panel on Twitter, at comic underscore panel. And like we said, email us, uh, life at gmail.com. Also with your topics, because we love to read your uh, questions here on the air. And like I said, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be talking about next week, but we will figure it out uh, mm. very soon. So... Uh, everybody again thank you for tuning in and with that Jason we'll see you next week Later. hope you like the show Jason hope you liked it